We are good. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and today we are back in the studio for a very special episode. With me are the guys back in town, uh, Anthony, back in his usual seat. How's it going? I'm sharing the couch also over here with our data guide, Danny. What's up? You missed an opportunity to say the boys are back in town. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to quote Thin Lizzy <laughs> just yet, but that's a badass song. <laughs> and finally, over in the corner, his little corner, say hi, everybody. You got Zach. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're fun. It's uh, really fun to, back, to be back in the studio. Um, we like to save these for our very special episodes. And we are here because we are going to be talking about the long-awaited uh, ending of James Gunn's trilogy for Marvel, which is The Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Oh, yeah. All four of us have been, like, just completely anticipating this movie, hotly anticipating. We've been really excited uh, to see where this movie goes. Not so much even for any, like, major implications for what's going on with Marvel right now, but just to, like, see a good movie. Like, I think we knew, and we are expecting James Gunn to really... Uh, deliver uh, but I would want to throw it over to the rest of you guys for some initial impressions what did you guys think overall oh by the way uh, there will be some minor spoilers so if you are watching and listening to this episode please be advised that there will be spoilers we My, should probably go watch minor this either or way. full spoilers I mean we'll be talking about stuff that just gets we're spoiled going, we're going so. full, on, full on probably spoilers I mean, like we're not going to just recap the entire movie because one Marvel will come after us but two we, can. <laughs> um, we have the yeah we're going to be talking about some major plot points that uh, are really key to the film so if you haven't watched it yet and you don't want to be spoiled please just go right now and watch it I don't care just go to a movie theater that's on a showing and make that junk happen but uh, gentlemen what'd you guys think what a way to end the trilogy. Yeah, it was definitely, it felt like a good capstone to everything for a lot of the character arcs and a lot of what's going on with this team. I think that was really great, uh, personally. Anthony? Yeah, it was uh, extremely gratifying. It was very gratifying. In what way? Just because we, we know that this was James Gunn's last movie because he's no longer working with Marvel. And a lot of the interviews said that this is going to be the final movie with this group of guardians so we kind of didn't know what that meant um and it was just yeah i just it was a great like you said it was a great capper capper to the trilogy and also side stories from infinity war and endgame and the christmas special and what, love and thunder they appear in a couple other movies yeah but yeah very gratifying zach what'd you think to to kind of piggyback a piggyback off of what anthony was saying uh so the, the the part where um I got you. You were saying how <laughs> how uh how this was gonna be the final movie with this group of guardians. Um like for so long we, we were I guess under the impression that 
that someone or a couple people were going to die. And they've been saying, oh, yeah, this is um, Dave Batista's last time or this is the last time we'll see Rocket or whatever it might be. So we're thinking they're all going to both of them are going to die. But yeah, that's not what happens. Or Zoe Saldana pretty much saying, like, uh, you know, I've been working on Marvel movies and Avatar movies for so many years that she's kind of like starting to feel like, OK, I want to do other types of movies. So she kind of also said Star Trek. This is probably the last. Yeah. And Star Trek. And this <laughs> is probably the last time I'm going to be doing Gamora. So it's like. So yeah, we had no idea. Like, uh, what are five people are gonna die? In You're this like, movie? what does that like, mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like, either everyone dies, nobody dies, some people die. Like, we have no idea. It was so yeah. It was just uh, anticipation of what was gonna happen. What died was technically the in this lineup of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but in a good way because everybody went off and did their own thing, and like Zach says, no one dies or you know as uh, perishes as this other dude would say. But the whole idea that everybody has fulfillment in their character arcs and gets to move on for hopefully greater character growth. You see that in Mantis, uh, Star-Lord, Nebula, and Drax get to hang out in nowhere still and kind of continue to rebuild things. You have also, I think Kraglin stays there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah Kraglin yeah. stays there. Cos uh, and then like Rocket and Cosmo kind of go off and to become, you know, the great uh credit zinger where you have like a, a new lineup of the guardians that's a l kind of similar to the lineup that we got in the comics back in like i think after like annihilation or whatever uh point is you got some new characters in there like you got new character adam warlock you have cosmo which uh, was great by the way cosmo she needs to be there stay there <laughs> forever uh she is a good dog for the record <laughs> for sure uh you uh, again i think also yeah craglin was there too in that lineup and uh you also had one of these uh, the new character that was from that race that you know we're getting ahead of ourselves but yeah the jib jib <laughs> but that the high evolutionary made but uh yeah it was a really great kind of finale and to King it all Groot also yeah that boy is a titan i think they kaiju alpha alpha Groot. he's a kaiju Groot. yeah because i i saw someone this that someone said alpha or slash king Groot. both are cool yeah i think king Groot's in the comics uh, if I'm not mistaken, but it took me a while to finally realize that technically this Groot is not, it's not the same one. The same Groot, it's like his son. It's his son, yeah. it's like it, his, technically yeah. speaking, his offspring. You know, uh, plants. But you know, <laughs> uh, it was cool hearing Vin Diesel. You know, another spoiler. Uh, say something other than "I'm Groot." That was really nice. Like we got a. That's I don't know. Like, got that bonus. Well, I, I think it was more of the like, we as the audience were like understanding him like Groot. the rest of the group does i don't think I, it was him speaking english i think it was he so was saying i am Groot, I am Groot. but we heard him say something <laughs> I, I saw an english. article where i think they asked uh james gunn and yeah he said I mean, he, he did say i am Groot, but we but understood, we understood it, as, it I, we, as right i love you guys even just before that that scene even gamora finally like starts to understand him like mm -hmm. by the end of the movie. yeah because the whole movie she's like what, why does he just keep repeating his name? Yeah. Are you guys What's, just making stuff like, up? Like, are you mad? That was great. That like, out of all people, then became Gamora. I was just like, like, what is going on here? Like, he makes no sense. Yeah, reactions were great initially. When like in the first movie, Star Lord was the one. that's like, why is he keeps? Why is Giving Tree here? Keep saying I am Groot. And he's like, I get it. You you've said that already. Yeah, and her reaction was great. And she's like, 
She's like, why does he keep saying that? I am Groot. Huh? Like, she's like, what, what is <laughs> yeah, this, I am Groot. What is this thing doing? She's just like, okay, you're just, you're, you guys are just make, trying to make me go insane, right? Um, I know, like, yeah, overall, like, I, I was expecting, you know, like, for yeah, like, definitely, like, you have the really major uh, backstory of Rocket, which it can be pretty traumatizing, but, you know, it's pretty, a little. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty dark, but it was also, like, you know, very emotional. Like, there's a lot of highs and lows in yeah. that. Yeah. But um, it was like, definitely the heart of, like, the movie for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that, like, that kind of from dealing with all that, like, Rocket's sort of, uh, uh, kind of catharsis with that the final like showdown with the high evolutionary kind of then uh, kind of I guess I felt like that good feeling of being like alright cool that's no longer like holding me back anymore like, for somehow like that, that kind of spread to everybody else like the, the entire team like, and it's that type of like positivity I think that, that felt really nice to see and so it was like overall you feel that kind of catharsis at the same time as these characters are doing it and like Anthony says, like hey, it's the end of a trilogy, it's end of these character arcs, the end of a story. It just feels really good. Like it was just a real, like, you know, feel good feeling at the end. Despite all the wild animal torture and psychological uh distress <laughs> the viewer may may go through based off of Rocket's uh, you know, coma flashbacks. I think those were handled pretty well, by the way. Yeah. Um and like and like uh the last point before we get to like our favorite moments i want to give not a it's not a movie for kids so maybe don't take your little kids to see this movie yeah like it's, it's pg-13 PG for a reason yeah yeah don't like, take your your eight-year-old to go see it because they're gonna go in there and they're gonna see you know really i uh, dude the like teats like just uh like after everything and seeing teats like lifeless there that would hurt i was like oh man like you know and then like like floor was there like just also just oh my like just it was that on was rough floor. yeah floor on the floor oh, damn that was that was rough because like the first lila was like oh this this hurts too and then it's like oh the after fire of him like the lila back. one was rough yeah no i kind of saw it happening but like teeth sure. and teeth and floor that one hurt too like that was nuts but then it was also cool seeing rocket go ham on the high evolutionary because you, you see him his, now like face was coming off it's probably because of rocket yep. when he uh, oh no not probably it was 100 yeah, percent yeah, sure. his yeah but like speaking of so going back to like big major props to uh chukwudi uji um who plays the high evolutionary he was also um in peacemaker. peacemaker that dude's awesome like he he killed it like for being someone who's just like they're all about their massive ego and kind of <laughs> and just being so full of themselves he did it in such a good way like that it was like it wasn't cartoonish like it was believably like oh this guy's really like all up over himself but there's he, there's definitely a lot of menace to it too and he handled it so well like it was like i remember seeing his little teaser when he was at comic-con and kind of just like in character just yeah he came out in costume and everything yeah it was pretty cool and seeing now more of that in the movie was was, was great like definitely um I don't know, like, if we had to rank between him and Ego, because Ronan's definitely third, but, like, I don't know, between him and Ego as villains, like... I think, at least for him, it's more like, you hate this guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, personally, you hate him. Like, Peter Quill hate, you know, ends up having feelings about Ego because of what he did to his mom. And like, even mm -hmm. though you feel like, oh, yeah, like, I was in love with her so much, I had to give her cancer. It's like, that's messed up, buddy. Holy crap. So, like... 
in terms of like wickedness oh also he was like populating worlds so he can go everywhere so he's a bigger threat but definitely the emotional punch hate emotional damage. outrage and emotional damage <laughs> by the high evolutionary for sure um but you know great great to everybody involved like all all actors even like the smaller cameos they did a really good job um like the girl who played Ratcatcher and um James Gunn's wife were in the 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 whole like the biosphere area like when they had to break in and steal the plans that, that they they did really well for them being smaller parts Nathan Fillion a lot of cameos a lot yeah, of James Nathan, Gunn cameos Nathan Fillion man thank god for Nathan Fillion that was great Apparently, I read that um, what's his face, Pete Davidson, is also in the movie. He is a what? voice of somebody. No, yeah, no, he is. You know, at the end when they're on the high evolutionary ship, and Peter goes to like the main area, but it's like all exploded. Yeah, and then there's like three people still there, like soldiers, and they try to shoot him. He's like, "Hey, if you're gonna shoot me, then you're not gonna find a way out of here." And they just decide not to shoot him. One of them. He's Pete one of those guys. Yeah, he was like the alien-looking dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. Randomly, Pete like, Davidson is like in a, in a costume. <laughs> good for him. So he's just like, he calls up his peeps. Hey, you want to come over? Yeah. Go be in my movie. Come be in my movie. Yep. I'm surprised Gotta John be. Cena wasn't in it. Uh, well, he probably was. We just he, you couldn't, couldn't see him. You <laughs> <That's>, beat <he laughs> me to it. That's why I was here like, uh, can't see me. John Cena joke bing, here bing, coming. Bing. Oh, man. So I'll go down, starting with Zach. Like, what were some of your favorite like moments in this movie? Well, my my favorite, like my one favorite. We moment all would might have, have the be... same favorite. <laughs> oh God! Well, let's but see. We could, like, I don't so know. We could so <laughs> have two. <laughs> have two in your mind. Well, I mean, I guess I might as well just you know come out with the first one anyway. Um, the hallway scene. Oof. Yep. Oh, the hallway yeah, fight. I think that's so yeah. good. All of us. The hallway fight was really, really good. That, that scene. So good. I know at least three of us have seen it. I don't, Danny hasn't seen it. It gave me uh, Kingsman in the church oh, scene yeah. Yeah. vibes. Yep. 100%. Yeah. That yeah. scene was perfect. And it was great to see the team coalesce and be that team. And even with Gamora being like a new, technically a new addition to this team, she is able to jive well with their, their fighting styles. And Nebula also, yeah, like Karen Gillan, great job as Nebula because they gave her... A lot of material to work with, and, and they new arm some, made her yeah, badass. New moves, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. She's like broke apart. Dude, she's she's like, shooting psyched. while she's like yeah. half, half her body's broken. <laughs> that was badass. Shooting. Like her and neck each... was like this, and her arms were like this, and she was still like shooting <laughs> with her arms all. And then she reset herself, like after like doing that to dodge from being already discombobulated. Uh, Rocket just uh, like Jumping all the rocket jump shots through everywhere. Well, like, well yeah, and it was uh, well Groot putting his uh, roots through like these machines and then extending it and then rocket going on his arms while he's extending them is pretty pretty badass yeah Groot had some really cool stuff too like when they broke into the high evolutionary <coughs> ship on counter earth oh, when he snuck in the guns so and he's cool. like okay mm -hmm. let's go nuts and uh him and peter are just out here just taking out guards that that also was a really cool like coalescing moment of okay these guys are also you know they're a team they're badasses and you got to see a lot all these characters really shine like everybody got their moment so we all agree that at least the hallway scene is like, like probably our yeah, favorite part top notch okay i was weirdly enough one of my like favorite parts it's really close is the whole part where um the high evolutionary is calling uh star lord on their ship and he 
because <laughs> he met you know met him initially oh. beforehand, and they blew up, and he's they're all pissed at him for blowing up Counter Earth because mm. oh, it's a failed experiment because you had people be, you know selling drugs on Counter Earth, <laughs> so he's like fine, destroyed. But uh, like that whole part where he's just like oh, I don't have to deal with another guy uh with you know some type of parental issues trying to rule the universe, mm-hmm. and then he's on the phone just talking about oh, could bring me the subject and I have whatever like their whole like showdown it's gonna be a trap and he's like shut up you you purple nurple robocop looking like <laughs> just all the references there just, that was still he just great. hangs up on him he's like yeah yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah he's like he's, he's gone he's like you purple nurple robocop face looking like that like i was chuckling so so hard it's like this guy's freaking like throwing out stuff that and he's like he's probably like saying gibberish to him at this point but like I don't know, like me getting it, I was like, hey, that was really good. Purple Nurple. Okay, this brand. Um, Danny, what's your second favorite? Because all of our first favorites <laughs> was the hallway scene. Um, I'll probably say the like intro sequence in Nowhere, mm-hmm. where you got creep. Adam Warlock coming in, and that whole like fight sequence. And the funny part, acoustic the creep. creep. Yeah, acoustic yeah. creep. I think handled really well. Is that it like was, the MTV unplugged version? Or? <laughs> I don't know. It might be. But what was really cool is that like Rocket was singing along too. Yeah. Like he's a point where I was like, hey, I'm I'm starting to like get into he the music too. To like he's song. vibing to Quill's Zune, which Anthony's out here vindicated. <laughs> hey man, Zunes are good. That Zune. I have a Zune HD still, and it still works, and it's still great. That that Zune HD has the one he has stuff. is I think a regular Zune, which yeah, sucks. It's garbage. Zune HDs are better. <laughs> It it cycles through album artwork way better. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's too cool. But I I like the introduction of Adam Warlock there and like showing how powerful Joe he is. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, he came out of nowhere and just bam. And it was cool then finally seeing that like the Sovereign were technically made by the High Evolutionary, mm-hmm. and he's just and he's getting Aisha. Hey, go get this new super ultra power dude. I need to get my subject back because no one told me. I, we find out I was like, yeah, he's my patent property. So that like and I, like little things like that, I think that just added up really well. Uh, just little plot points like that. Yeah, it started the movie off pretty quickly. Like we didn't, <laughs> it was kind of going slow, and then all of a sudden it's like a fight scene right in the first couple minutes. Yeah, of the movie. and it knocks Rocket out, which at first it like all snaps. So like for the good half of the movie, Rocket Raccoon's gonna do nothing. Uh, but then you know you get like, the we get the nice flashbacks. flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which those hit really well. Like those were those are rough, but they were really really good. Anthony? Nice. Well, I'm going to... Hmm, there's a lot of good moments. Probably the... Just the end sequence to, to the music, to Florence and the Machine. At first... Just I, with, with yeah. you know, dog, all, dog the, all the goodbyes too. and everybody going off and, and then everybody showing everybody what they're going to be doing and then it kind of just like shows like the future of everybody and then everybody dancing around and having fun. Just like... Good way to end it. Perfect, perfect end cap. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, when I saw the the track listing for volume three, I thought, oh, dog days. Okay, it's going to be whatever. And then <laughs> uh, it, it's used in the movie, and I'm like, you know, like happy crying in the exactly. middle of the year. I was like, exactly. oh, Martin. It's so like, why good. is this working? <laughs> it works so well. Just up. You mad genius. Um, oh, it's another. Always, it's always good seeing Groot dancing. So Yeah. yeah. And then you got Drax dancing, too, which is really nice to see. Nebula um, was dancing like yeah. That's how you know that uh, like this is feel good. 
Well, Nebula was dancing in the holiday special. That's right. <laughs> barely though. Song. Barely. Terribly. Like kind of like. Um, I loved the uh, that that uh, that race that the High Evolutionary was making. Um, I loved how they were all like communicating with just like nonsense. Like like the the, the language is nonsense. The but, race that was on kind of Earth. Uh, no, the uh, the little like kids that oh, are just like kids. they don't need to sleep. But w- and, like, was that not the same language from the animals on kind of Earth? No. Oh, okay. different. Okay. And Drax knew the language. Yeah. So <laughs> that was my whole point. Of just like you got to see a lot of Drax, and I really liked really liked Drax's arc, or just like no, like yeah, in the comics, yeah, he's Drax the Destroyer, and, and you know I'm the Destroyer because I'm all this stuff going on. But in the end, it's like, hey, you're you. We see more of a side to him because of that, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, man, you should be a dad, and you see him just like, yeah, that is my purpose, and he's like, I'm gonna hang out with all these little, you know, little morons. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, little moron. Yeah, he always brings up uh, like, "Oh, you remind me of my daughter." Like, he's always bringing up his daughter, so it's just like, and you could tell you he's could like, "Damn, he was a good hundreds father. of daughters." Like, you yeah, have all these kids that you can take care of now. He was de- like, you could tell from just like the conversation when he was telling like the little like mini story of just like, "Oh yeah," like and they're like, laughing and like, "Oh, robots!" Like, yeah, he was he was a good. Dad. He was making the noise of a monkey, and then and like, he was when he a robot. And it's like that's not how a monkey sounds. Like. <laughs> he's like, that's like and they're monkey. both looking at each other like. That's that's how a monkey sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and what I liked is there was more depth to even Mantis. Like I remember in the holiday special is like like when you have Mantis and Drax, it's just like like oh. silly but stupid all the time. So funny but like you see more. There's there's more depth to her um, with all all that's going on because even then she's like you know I still don't know who I am. Like all I know is I'm you know Quill's sister. And I can do this thing that makes people turn emotions, mm-hmm. but you know who am I as a person? Like Which ego's servant? Yeah, so it's like those are the only things that she knows. But also like ego's child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Which she raised uh, Drax's memory of the "you're stupid." Yeah, it's like you know, it's like you're gonna forget. It's just like oh, like that was uh, you know, like kind of like uh oh, you know, ethics, <laughs> but also you know, she she cared. Like I don't want him to live with that. Um, but. I don't know if you guys noticed, but every time the team had to, like, land or kind of group up somewhere, Mantis always fell on her head. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was just like, she, like why? Break there her was neck. one scene where she I'm like, Yo, she's like broke, broke her, her back. I was like, Yo, are you neck? dead? It was when they were breaking into um, that was the, the first one. I was like, Oh, are you dead? No, like, is well, that how she? Died? Well, that whole scene where they're all jumping out on their suits. Mm-hmm. She, everyone's like normal jumping or normal floating in space, and she's like out of control like spinning around in the background like i noticed even more because I, I saw it a second time. i think that was a joke they might have carried over from from volume two yeah where because she got like hit and everything just was like in here. look out, out. <laughs> yeah look out <laughs> that was the best She's well like, in that um oh floating sequence when yeah when they're t- talking about like the comms and the colors, <laughs> the different oh, colors. Yeah, that was hilarious yeah green is yellow yellow yellow's red and then blue is blue it's like how am i supposed to know any of this and he's it's, like no yellow is yellow she's like no it's not he's like try it right now and yeah, she's like, like, hello. And he breaks his ear. <laughs> Why? He's like, yeah, and, you're right. Yeah. And then Drax is like, it makes total sense. It's very yeah, intuitive. Drax is like, this it's makes very intuitive. It's very intuitive. Like, like Batista, dude, just nailing it. Um, but he goes well with Mantis and like the two of them just, they were great in the holiday special. But yeah. this one, it just took it to another level. Oh, man. And can we talk about how Mantis gave Drax something to say? And it was basically like she gave him a metaphor and he says it, and Peter's like, "Wow, it was really nice." Uh, that actually Wait, made sense. That made sense, but that's a metaphor. He's like, yeah, I'm very <laughs> capable of metaphors. 
and like and like by while butchering the whole concept of what a metaphor is and the same thing with an analogy and this is, you just see like mantis in the background he's like okay like i get it she told you to do that. yeah she's like <laughs> okay and he doesn't say it out loud but he's like but okay and it was cool like then after everything they have the outfits from the comics where they have like the og like blue with the red trim guardians outfits like which is different than what you saw like you didn't see that in thor love and thunder so you see now it's like oh like they have uniforms now it's pretty mm-hmm. dope um well they have uniforms they have a whole headquarters <clears throat> nowhere yeah. is their headquarters they have a ship which is badass still um i, I also a new ship, right then isn't it yeah, named is it named something else it's not the milano yeah because the milano the, um, got destroyed in the it's second the benatar movie. nice yes like pat benatar uh Let's talk a little bit about Gamora being like it's like a refresh new 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 Gamora basically like I liked all her sequences too with where like at first it's kind of annoying where you have Peter just like yeah but you never did that but like it's like still him coping with it and I don't know like something clicked there I was just like I get it it's kind of like you know how you stuff type stuff ends and it sucks but you still have to move on like you know Mantis did the whole thing too but like there's a physical representation in there too by like being confronted with it and that how he has to like finally you know get over that and i think that arc worked really well for peter too Mm -hmm. um and because even then like you know like it's not like and it wasn't like this cheesy like oh well you know what maybe like because he went you know at the whole end of everything he sacrificed himself to grab the thing for rocket and like he got stuck in the ice and you're like oh snap that sucks but they're not like is peter dead oh no but like after all that and being you know emotional order like you think it's like oh he won her over it's like no that's not the case like because come on like that that's not realistic so it was cool to see that at like acknowledgement of just like yeah i bet we were fun and then gomorrah going off with the ravagers like and being her she own had person. her family with the ravagers yeah being her own person that was really cool and she was still a badass mm-hmm. like <laughs> okay except for she's also a, a bloodthirsty badass she's still like we're gonna shoot everyone right now like you I'm gonna kill that guy right there. And the guy's like freaking out. She's probably the strongest Ravager. Yeah. Out of all the people that they have there. And I don't know, they have a stronger freaking, than Stallone's they have the a, car. They have a wizard there that does has a sling ring. Yeah. They have a it's, straight up wizard. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This dude had a sling ring and just like went into their ship. I was like, we're Damn. gonna board your ship now. I was like, Yeah, yeah, because portals. Probably got it during Endgame. Someone dropped theirs. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, he, he is he, he was he was in volume two. I yeah. think yeah, in the yeah, credit they, scene. They yeah. showed they showed you know a couple of their factions. him, Michael Rosenbaum, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, like those, oh, those people. Right. Miley Cyrus yeah. isn't there anymore. It was I think oh, they recasted. Like, they recasted the head because she was the floating head, right? Yeah, she's yeah. the floating head. Yeah, they they did recast her, but yeah, he he, he was show, one of those members um, uh, in that credit scene. The group that uh, what's your face? Uh, group Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh was in the second movie. They didn't That's show right. that group. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is right. Um. Oh, one thing I also really liked, uh, one of my favorite moments was, you know, because the whole movie, you have Kraglin still struggling with the with the arrow, because even though he has the fin, and he, he has that, like, little flashback of of, uh, of Yondu, just like, it's all in the heart. I thought he was going to say, you got to use sentiment, which would have been amazing, <laughs> but... But we got that cameo. We got the cam- the Michael Rooker cameo, again, one of his boys. So, and that, you know, inspired Kraglin, like, hey, we're going in, and... Uh, Oh man, those those hellions or whatever those things were, those were freaky as hell. All the like, the weird creatures. All the weird all like the mecha creatures, mm-hmm. like even the oh, the yeah. war pig and the the crazy chicken dude. <laughs> those were nuts. Like I mean, like they were really war like pig freaky. Was cool. 
Uh, they were really, really freaky. War Pig was uh, Ant Man's ex wife. <laughs> the the voice, yeah. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Oh, that was War Pig. Yeah, it was Judy Greer. That's where she was during Ant Man 3. Yeah, <laughs> she was War Pig. She was War Pig. And uh, Hawkeye's wife was Layla. Was, was Lila. Layla? Layla? Uh, Layla. Uh, Layla. Lila. 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 Lila, yeah. Lila. Well, what's funny... Wait a minute. I just came to a realization. Hold on. Oh, hold on. The card of the universe. But here's the thing. What? What's... What's? Oh, so it's Laura. Okay, so she's Laura in as Hawkeye's wife. Oh, like, that she's Lila, the, the otter. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, wait a minute. Same name? They just, she got turned into a into an otter, otter at some point? <laughs> no. Um, that would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah, there are a lot of really cool moments. Um, I'm trying to remember stuff. Like, um, at first, I was like, damn, like, Adam Warlock just seems kind of stupid. But it's like, he was delightfully stupid. And, like, it acts, it added to all this. He was all, a little bit. Yeah, but I didn't feel like, like, there's a lot of popular uh, sentiment that, like, he was wasted. I was like, I don't think so, because he's set up to be ever, ever show up in, like, in a future team. But he, he wasn't wasted. Cool. It just seemed like every time... He was there, just like stuff is happening. Let's throw him in for to like add extra tension. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they make another, if they make another movie, he's part of the yeah, team now. The team. So oh, he wrecked, he wrecked Warpig by the way, and he kept running with the head. I was like, stop, <laughs> put it down, buddy. The flying sequences, like whenever they showed him flying, looked really cool. So yeah, yeah that was actually that really might cool. be. That was also really sad when he's trying to get to his mom. And then, uh, why were they so far away? Why'd they park over there? Because <laughs> <laughs> he wanted the element of surprise. It, it was surprising. Like, yeah. when he showed up, I was like, wait, when did he get like, here? Damn. Like, damn. Yeah. Because like, they were parking. I was like, oh, we got to get to them before these guys do because we need to save our people. So, like, they set that up. Like, everything felt like if it felt logical, at least for that kind of for those kind of things. And I liked the whole thing how, like, he even in the ship when like they kept trying to fight him. Groot saves him after they crash into everything, and he's just, why did you, you save, save me? me? I am Groot. <laughs> like, everybody deserves a second chance. It's like, eh, that's really nice. Even when he destroys your whole body, and you, you're left with a head. Yeah. Which was nuts, too. And yeah. even Groot was like, nah, buddy. You didn't know what was going on. Um, Man. uh, The whole... What's this other section? Like, there's just, like, there are so many really, like, good moments in the movie. Like, there's good banter that's not overdrawn everything on counter earth which was wild that they brought in counter earth like that as a concept in the comics was weird already but yeah it is tied to the high evolutionary but then it's like oh no we're gonna make this a thing and then he's just like oh i was inspired by earth has some of the best culture in the entire universe but they're a whole bunch of bigots so then like he makes counter earth look just like earth the perfect society with Anthropomorphic animals. Anthropomorphic animals that have weird dude that are stuck in the eighties, apparently. Yeah. Dude, the, did the you frames, guys, the picture the, frames. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, I was thinking about that. It's like the it really cheesy picture frame where it's just like three. The family first, portrait. The family yeah. portrait and the dad it's off like, to the it's side. Like all the like bat family like <laughs> looking up. Drax on the couch. Like, come on. Like you can't Wait, blame that. He keeps you, trying to lay. It's like, stop doing that. It's not what it's for. It's for people to sit side by side. He's like, no. After the third time, he's like mid laid down. They're like, Drax, we see you. Because <laughs> that was Nebula. Like, Drax, we see you. Stop it. And like whatever soda they gave Nebula, she's like, wow, this is good. That whole scene was That whole hilarious. scene was great. <laughs> and then she gets mad at Mantis. She's like, you just made the same face. She's like, no, I didn't. She's like, uh, uh, same face. It's like, uh, uh, same face. She's like, uh, for death and uh, for what was the Yuck. other thing? It was like for yuck 
or like I don't, I don't remember, dead. but it was like you just use the same face. Now she thinks that our friend is is dead already. Yeah, it's like already dead, not dying. And like <laughs> this almost this like everybody Peter not knowing how to drive. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> I just see people do it. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah, that was also and the whole like the f bomb. Yeah, the whole bit. I think that like it sounded natural to me. It wasn't like Force. oh we're gonna say the f word here yeah. it comes. It's more just like. All right, cool. That's nope. That's the thing. Get in. All right, now get in the effing car. I thought it was gonna be like Rocket saying it, or that's what I thought. Maybe they were, they were gonna say uh, instead of root. instead of them usually saying "Welcome to the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy," I thought they would actually uh, say it like that. Yeah. But no, it was just the, the natural like the get in the car. <laughs> yeah, it was just natural like get in the effing car. Like it's just so like he's like the parent. I'm just like these are children and then it realized oh wait i was a child too you gotta push the button and then lift the lever she's like i am pushing he's like nope that's the keyhole key like, no your instructions weren't clear you know and to be fair you know when you think about it, it's like ricardo is really that complicated no <laughs> or is it like imagine like someone who has no concept of a car door and then you're like explaining it to them like is it a fair assessment for her to say that maybe it was a little unclear I don't know. That whole bit was great. And, like, uh, you know, then it also more of the dastardliness of the high evolutionary where he's just like, yeah, this isn't a perfect society. Explode. Yeah, that was pretty insane. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to blow up an entire planet because I can. So um, I think. Uh, and then, oh, man, can we talk about just the fact that, like, I'm going to not be with the ship and then I'm going to come over. That's just. Oh, my gosh. Who, Drax? Yeah, Drax and Mantis is like, you were supposed to stay with the ship. Hi. He's like, oh, we're behind you. Yeah, it's just like, we're behind you. I think Gamora tried to save um, Rocket. Rocket, yeah. Yeah. While while everything was exploding. That's right. Um, that was out of hand, too. Like, it's got to go back and get him. Like, it was... And, like, you had the whole team kind of, like, gang up on the High Evolutionary at the end, which was satisfying because that guy is a real a-hole. Um... But you got to also still see the whole, like, his whole chip on his shoulder. Just like, how did you know all this? How did you spark invention? How did you solve the problem even before me? Like, that well, was the big ego there. His invention was smarter than him. Yeah, it's like, your solution was better than mine. Like, what the hell? Like, what are you? You piece of trash. Like, and like. Trash panda. Mm -hmm. Trash panda. <laughs> it's way worse. Yeah. It was, it's way worse. Is that better than the raccoon? Is it better than the raccoon? It's way worse. Oh. One of my favorite parts is when he realizes he is a raccoon. Yeah, I'm not a raccoon. And he looks, he's like, raccoon. And yeah, then you was, see the whole, like, That's another one of my favorite parts. Just because it was also, like, very emotional. Because then he ends up with wanting all the to save all the, all the raccoons. Yeah. And then he says, I'm Rocket Raccoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm Rocket Raccoon. And it's like, hey, that's, again, from the comics. Good comics tie-ins. Like, a lot of really good comic tie-ins without it being forced or in your face. Um, it seemed very natural. Yeah, and then we have to also we mentioned it before, but Cosmo, Good Cosmo was great. Good dog, just <laughs> crackling, just like you're. You know what? You're, like the ultimate insults, like you're a bad dog, and you see that like just all of, like the Cosmo's like physical acting, and just like you have to take it back. Like come on, like no, <laughs> he's just like nope, not gonna do it. They're playing cards with Howard the Duck and the 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 curator guy from part one. And, oh yeah, yeah. And he's just like, just take it back, Craig. He's like, nope, I'm not, I'm not gonna take it back if it's not true. And he's just like, you see Cosmo like, stop. And Cosmo's playing cards while holding the tele <laughs> with telekinesis. Like that. They're was like, just end the, just end it for us, please. Like, yeah. please stop. It's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. 
it was it was a cute joke. I I feel like they came back to it a couple too many times. Like, what maybe like four or five times where look, you, please take it back, take it back. Like, like, no, it's like they go back to them for like one snip of a scene and yeah. like it's like the same joke. It's like, oh. No, I think right two now. times would have been enough. But it's just that much, it's so so damning and to, for a dog to hear a bad dog. I know because <laughs> they know. Sad. So that way you know it was for real. He yeah, said it like three times. For serious. For real. Like that that is pain. <laughs> Pure pain on Cosmo's face. But then you see like, yeah, Cosmo is legit because her telekinesis is real. And it was really cool. Also, like you got some more backstory for her. Like they're playing cards. It's like, you know, I was sent out by the Soviet Union, expected never to come back. And, you know, I get all these crazy, you know, these new powers. I survive space. And I'm still a bad dog. Like I think that that one was just like that was like it's like how can I be a bad dog? It's like like that was a good way to milk it because then it's around everybody else too, and then you get the whole please make it stop with Rag with Craglin. Um, I think we got to talk about the music. Oh yeah, no, we absolutely do. Both the license and the score. Yeah, the score. Who also did the score Mick this time? Was it, was Brian, Brian Murphy. Brian Murphy, okay. I was like, Brian Tyler again? Tyler Bates did it for the first two, I believe. Oh, it was Tyler Bates. But Brian See, Murphy did it for this one. I got him confused. Brian, Brian Tyler, and I was like, Brian Tyler? Is That's it was Tyler Bates. He, he did it for the Mario movie, right? Yeah. So Brian Murphy did it this time. I think he also did it for, did the music for Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. So James Gunn's sense. been using him for a little bit. Oh, he also man. did music for 28 Days Later. 28 weeks later, he's done a okay. couple of movies. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I see. I did not know that. Thank you, Anthony. That's going to be badass. Um, I actually um, really dug. Sunshine. <clears throat> okay. I really dug. Uh, personally, like I really dug the the volume three mix. Um, what did you guys think? Especially mixing in like some of the 90s and 2000s. Yeah. It was good... Yeah. That was. Well, because, yeah, uh, you know, the first couple of movies were basically like. 80s music and then then we get more. 70s it was like 70s, oh, 70s and 80s, 80s. Yeah. and then then we we get because once he got the zune he got more than like 10 songs so <laughs> then he upgraded and he he was able to like 300 songs no way <laughs> and we get more like it's like in the 90s oh john murphy 2000s john murphy yeah well, who did i say james murphy brian murphy so i'm getting confused too because <laughs> of Brian, Brian Tyler. Brian Bates. It's <laughs> we're sorry john murphy yeah Br john bates <laughs> He did X-Men Days of Future Past. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I looked at it. I was like, wait a minute. Nice. Oh, here we go. Um, so, yeah, like, sometimes, like, you know, people call them, like, the needle drop moments. Like, oh, we're just going to play song here. It's like, I think they all worked. Like, uh, I thought it was hilarious how they, when they played uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, I think that was uh, when they were getting to, was it getting to Counter Earth? I, I think so, but. Um, and then we mentioned it earlier, uh, Creep. In the beginning. Creep was at the very beginning. Yep. And then the Florence and the Machine. At the very final end. Song. Crazy on you when um, this guy shows up at the very beginning. When Adam Warlock shows up. Yep. Yep. What these movies can get away with all these songs because it's actually part of the movie. Unlike Mario, which we've talked about already, <laughs> where they just play Take On Me for no reason when they're going through the Donkey Kong area. This makes sense because it's somebody's mix, especially since I think uh, the Zune was plugged into nowhere speakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rocket. <laughs> so Rocket was singing because he's like listening to it. Like he picks a song and then he hears it through the speakers. And so everybody's hearing the song. Yeah. And sometimes Peter is listening to it on his headphones mm -hmm. or he'll blast it in the Benatar's like 
speaker system. Right. Like so, when they were playing, like since you've been gone, like I think while getting into the the bioverse kind of, he was space, listening to it in his in his suit. headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which was uh, such a good song. And then I think when when they got not it, the when Kelly, they, Kelly Clarkson song. no by Rainbow. <laughs> uh, they played uh another song the the other song from the trailers um. Which was uh, in the meantime by Space Hog. That one was used really well. That was when they were uh, floating and trying to like break into the ship. Oh, by the way, that scene was hilarious when they threw away their their space shoes. Oh, did the shoot? <laughs> like I would have known to known that forty seconds ago. <laughs> now it's gone. Oh, we didn't oh, talk about. Okay, the, Danny, I'll let you talk well, about it. I don't know if you're gonna mention this one. I am, but but uh, you're gonna do it. The joke of like, oh, I have that one dumb friend. I have one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he, I have a boss's nephew too. He's that. It's that. They guy mentioned right there. that a couple. Of times. I can hear you, <laughs> that poor guy. So how about both this movie and the Mario movie have no sleep till Brooklyn? Yep. So yeah. Oh like yeah. A month yeah. or two apart, we get the same song. Yeah, but, but this one made this sense. One was no, good. Both, both movies they used it well because they were in Brooklyn in Mario when they played it. So they were like yep. walking through Brooklyn. Makes sense. And then this one. He's just playing it on his headphones while they have the best scene in the movie. The so. best the best fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, the whole timing it to that was just awesome. But yeah, at least they didn't have uh holding out for a hero in this in this movie. <laughs> Thank God. I would have laughed so hard if this was in this movie. And then they played We all would have looked at each other. Yeah, like, we would be like, oh, another one. Yeah. Would, it would have definitely would have knocked like, this please. movie down a notch. Like, Absolutely. One hundred percent. I would have I would have really left I would have like James Gunn, you're better than this. Please don't use Bonnie Titers. You better not use that for Superman, I swear. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> anyway. Um yeah. Uh soundtrack was great. I think uh a lot of the you know, the riveting score was great for all the heavy emotional sequences uh with Rocket's backstory. Like, man, those dudes, those characters were great. They really, like, grew on you, and it helps. Now, if you go back and rewatch parts one and two, you see, like, a lot of the, like, outbursts that Rocket has, the standoffishness he has. There was one from the first movie where they're at the bar, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's drunk. He called me a raccoon. Yeah, guy called me a freak. Yeah, and he gets really, really mad. He's like, I'll just, how about when I just shoot you up? Yeah, like, that you see it now. You're like, this makes sense. Like, this is totally natural. And it also, like, some of him breaking it down at the end of the first movie when Drax is, like, petting him. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. And you see, like, the raccoon come yeah. out of him. Yeah, even, I think, when they were in the jail and he's talking with, with Peter and he's like, ain't nobody in the galaxy like me but me. Like, he's, like, saying, like, I'm the only thing like this. Like, like yeah. as smart as he is. Yeah. It's like, now you understand, like, he is really the only being like that because he's a mishmash of whatever they experiments made him, yeah. they made him to be. Yeah, which was and it's awesome. It was nuts to see because like you see uh the 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 medical record that they stole like Nebula and Peter are looking and they're just like this is awful like mm-hmm. th- and it, even Nebula's like this is like almost worse. worse. I was like worse than what happened to her like mm-hmm. her body's like almost gone and she's like this is worse because of like the method of that they did it and she's just like this is nuts but um yeah her her character growth was I think pretty big from her, her, from all of the movies that she's he, been in he picked a pretty set <laughs> i that, that's still even i've seen that in the trailer that makes me laugh all the He's time like, he, he missed a couple parts but that was the gist of it yeah, like the whole like, story of, of the other gamora he he's like i never looked you should be love with her is like what no like i've never seen stop it eyes. <laughs> like stop it that was but great. Like, the fact that when they reveal that rocket's alive and he's like talking to them on the intercom and she straight up just starts 
like crying. Yeah. Like, you would never have thought like she would be like that. That vulnerable. Gamora from Guardians One, and now like looking that and hearing Rocket back and alive, it's, it's just is awesome to hear. Um, especially yeah, that was because they were stuck on the the high evolutionary ship mm-hmm. as it blew up. Um, one last bit, and I always I I'm gonna use this forever now. Is like oh, those Star Children that he he built. We talking about like the language that Drax could speak to. You know, he's like, you never, I didn't know you could speak that. You never asked. But it's just like the the little like throwaway joke that she said, where it's just like, I can't understand anything you're saying because they're only saying three words and two of them are jib. <laughs> <laughs> it's just jib, jib. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It's like, I don't understand. Like, it's so silly, but like it worked so well. Like, there are a lot of that, a lot of that in this movie. It's like some things are just silly, but it just works. And then, of course, it's underpinned by the really strong emotional core that uh, that you get from a lot of the you know good and heavy hitting scenes like i'm gonna watch it again with family and i have to like warn them i was like family like (laughs) wrong vin diesel movie i know but uh but i it's i have to warn them it's like hey it's gonna be heavy but i think again i I mentioned at the end like the catharsis dude especially when peter gets back and he finds his grandfather dude i lost that was good I completely at first he's like I think I have the wrong house and it's like no this is cool it's like oh hi grandma and like, he's like walking in and he's seeing all the pictures and yeah. he's just like no this is me and then like you see in the background he's like Peter like and I'm getting I'm welling up now just thinking about it it was, it was so good and it was still going to the music at the end so like yeah. it, it was all just working it was it really and, it, and he just like found the right time to play it cut it with the right scenes and just let it rock like I even saw a video like um of Florence herself, she was watching a screening. She's like, I can't stop crying. It's beautiful. <laughs> and it's like, that's your song. Like, look at that. It's really good. And then really, you got really Star-Lord will return. Star-Lord. Yeah, that's the, very the, surprising. The legendary Star-Lord, legendary Star-Lord. Will, will return. That's going to be fun. Very surprising. Well, real quick, because I, I wanted to mention this. Was, I don't know if this was intentional. I'm sure it was in some way. Um, so Peter Quill's grandfather is called Jason Quill. And in the comics... His okay, his so song. yeah, because in, in the movie, we you know, uh, Peter's dad is ego, but in the comics, in actuality, uh, his father's name is Jason, but J apostrophe S O N. Yep, so I, I guess it was a somewhat of a nod, uh, to the actual character's father in the comics, cool, but they gave it to his grandfather, technically. Nice, cool. Which, so if you're listening to this. Hopefully you saw the movie, but hopefully you also didn't leave early because there were two credit scenes. There was the mid credits and the post credit. The mid credit scene shows the, the new group scene. of guardians, uh, with Rocket being the leader. And that was really cool to see. It like shows, Rocket and they're all just talking about uh different types of genres, the music that they like. Um, no, I think it was a was it no it wasn't yeah it was like what's, favorite guitarist like, right? or like, like, like a favorite guitarist or like who's what's a good like what's a good song mm-hmm. and like. Uh, Adam Warlock with some straight up heavy metal. I was like, damn, that's my dude. <laughs> yeah, Adam Warlock, you have Kraglin, you have um, Cosmo. Cosmo, uh, you have, in, they show him later, Alpha or King Groot. Massive Groot. And hey, then, wake and up. And he's just... One of the little girls that they saved is there. Um, Her name is Phyla. As a, it's a reference to Phyla Vell, who's a, a character that is in the lineup of the Guardians comic. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so that's that. I saw that really too. And she has, it kind of looks like she has like the. Kind of like, because uh, she kind of gets like a sort of like star sword mm-hmm. out of it too. So, and then she's cool. a star child. So it made sense. I was like, dude, this is perfect. Like, this is really good. 
Um, good lineup. And then so like they all say like the type of music that they like, and then Rocket picks. He's like, oh, this is a classic. And then it's really cool. It's like the just juxtaposition between like the first song you hear in the first movie. And it's yeah. the last song you last hear in this song movie. Hear I, this was, movie. I was I was really cool. hoping that they were gonna play it because in, in the back of my mind, the, when I watched the first movie uh, a few days before mm-hmm. watching this one, I was like, man, I hope they bring the song back because it's, it's it's Japan? so iconic for the it's a for the series. They played it in in Endgame, so like they now have had it three times. Wait, they played it in Endgame? Yeah, yeah because they, they had to go Peter back out. in time and they had to knock him out while he was listening to it. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they had to take it and then you know at the end Cap has to put it back. But uh, <laughs> and then Rhodey's like, yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's so he's an idiot. So he's an, yeah, so he's an idiot. Yeah. Um. Ah, it was great to hear that again. He's like, this this is a classic for me. And, and then like, it just shows them like, uh, shows them like going off to superpose fighting monsters, m- yeah. fighting monsters trying to save some civilization, some small towns. Like, hey, they can't protect themselves, so we gotta help them. Okay. And, and, and they're they're all so badass. They're like, Kraken's like, I can take the, care of this by myself. And they're like, no, let's do it together. It's quicker. I'm sure Adam Warlock can do it all by himself yeah. too. He's super strong. So, and what's cool is that Rocket, like, you know, it is remember because he's like, oh, I'm the pilot, I'm the leader, whatever. And like from the first one, because like oh, yeah, he's yeah. smart, he has a head and shoulders. So now he's like, yeah, I am the leader. And he's like, nah, let's be let's be smart about this. Let's do that. You're like, look at that. It's the, not someone. The fact trying that to show he up. flies toward the screen like with using with the, the rockets, rocket pack. so cool. Because <laughs> that's like how I've used to seeing him from games or from other stuff, like. Marvel? He flies on he's such rockets, cool, like on jetpacks. He's such a cool... He has rocket skate. He's mm-hmm. such a cool character in Ultimate Marvel yeah. 3. Like, he's so cool. Um, and then the yeah. end credit scene is just like Peter eating cereal with his grandfather. And talking about <laughs> mowing the lawn. He's uh-huh. like a 42-year-old guy in the front line <laughs> mowing the lawn. And then he's reading a newsperaper that has the whole... Uh, the Kevin Bacon Kevin story. Bacon he's like, I was taken by aliens. <laughs> he, Kevin Bacon tells Kevin all. Bacon tells all. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. That's tells awesome. All. Yeah. Uh, that's so awesome, guys. I mean, it's finally, like, do we put a rating? Like, should we just rate it? Like, just, I mean, or do we all just collectively say, amazing, no number needed? Like, um, a great. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's, you know, the rating is go watch it, must watch, amazing send off for James Gunn with the uh, emotional, like, I guess, I again, like the, the good feeling, the feel good vibes at the end of the entire movie. It makes me really excited for Superman. Like, I think he's going to nail it. Like he, at least the, the 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 concept and the idea of what Superman is. I just so. hope I just hope he doesn't make it too goofy, because he can make things goofy, but he also can put a lot of heart into things, which is what I hope he leans more into. I I think so. I think I think Clark, like a young Clark, can still be a little like corny, and I think if he's just if someone's like, who is this guy? That guy can't be real. But like if he just, it's almost like a like a Ted Lasso effect. You're just like. There's no way this guy's a real person, but it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, yeah, like if you can keep it like that, I think uh, with all the the work that James Gunn's been doing and honing his craft, I think we're in for a good treat. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Where would you guys rate this out of the three guys? The trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. For me, I think I'll do one, three, and then two. Same. Same. I really like the first Which one. Which is weird because two this is re-watch. good. Like two is not a bad movie. It's just one for me is like, I don't know. It's like the set list of the songs alone in one are, is too <laughs> They're good. They're so good. It's too good. And just the movie is, the first movie is yeah. so good. Man. It's part of my top 10 MC movie. Oh, for sure. Um, this one is hard because like we all really enjoyed it. It's a great ending to these characters. 
um it's just like there's so many mcu movies it's hard to be like yeah it's top 10 it's like well there's like 30 of them now so 20 something i don't know how many there are like but, in uh, my in like in the way I, I keep thinking about it like every everyone has its pros and cons mm-hmm. like i think thematically two works really well because especially because there's this idea of like uh who's you know your dad who's your father but then who's your dad like they have a lot of that going your on daddy. like that whole stuff like he you know might have been your father but like he went your daddy. daddy mary poppins mary Pop- like dude <laughs> i'm mary poppins is he cool <laughs> yeah he's cool like dude like i'm, I'm mary, mary poppins, poppins y'all <laughs> little things like that like like the no, whole yeah, two had great moments two had like, great moments two had has some awesome moments and like has some low-key like uh, pretty bangers on there too like uh, I just didn't like. Um, I felt like Drax didn't really do anything in the second movie. That's true. Yeah, like uh, he did. He jumped into that monster's uh, belly and then for no reason cut it. They're like because oh. he's crazy. Yeah, that was the point. But uh, and they show up in this movie. Yeah, and you realize, they're friends. Yeah, you realize they don't really do anything. He's that, like they that, only that was batteries. only there because they had the batteries. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the the sovereign had the batteries, and she's like, no, they only eat batteries. Chill out, guys. And uh, no, for for a moment, I really thought that that Mantis was gonna get eaten. <laughs> like they're gonna play it off like, oh, and then Drax like, jump in and say, <laughs> "There's a lot of fake outs in this movie. There's a couple of maybe like three or four fake there out deaths. Right, four, yeah, especially Peter's. Like that one was the woof. I was like, this Dude, is it. When his face like yeah. starts bloating up, I was like, yeah, I was, I was like, like this damn, is are it, they man. really doing it? Like, they're really doing it, nah. But your boy Adam Warlock. I was like, it's always someone dying in space. In this I know, movie. yeah, right, and it's. Quill in that scene with someone, just all like because it was like Yondu protected like him one. to save mm-hmm. him from that. I was like, Gamora, Gamora Gamora the, first the first one. one. Yeah, you know he he didn't even have his mask in this movie. He didn't yeah. have or the, the boots helmet. or the yeah. boots. He yeah. didn't have his jet, jetpack boots. James he didn't said his... he left it in the in a drawer somewhere. Oh, that was the excuse. That he, uh, okay. he didn't have time to brush. Yeah, back uh, rock, rock, we need to save Rocket. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I honestly, I can't rank them. Like, I can't do a you know like top three. I can't. Like, I honestly, I, can't. I really like a lot of them. Like, all of them. I really like all three of them. Like, if it's really, it's, it, if like, I really have Infinity to, War above all of it's them. It's going to be like, this is one, this is three. One A, this, <laughs> one B. One, this is three, and then this is two. Like, I really, like, yeah, two had, like, issues, but I think there were a lot of, like, family, there are, again, family. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of little things that I really enjoy, like, I really, like, really connected with me in two. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, I can't. We can't rank it in a number. We can just rank it as this was amazing. Yes. Go watch it Great many movie. times Great over movie. and over. Well, there's gonna be more, form, more details. And what about you, Zach? Well, I mean, I'm gonna give it both uh, <laughs> nine out of ten easily. Uh, oh, for sure. But one, three, two is my order. One, three, two. I think we like, all agree. One, three, two. Solid. But like very close. One, three, two. Yeah. yeah. We can all agree on that. Yeah, it's not like one is. Far and away, better than three. better than the other. I they're think they're really all close. pretty close. Yeah. I just yeah. really liked how this one movie is more like a classic. Had like it had the hallway scene and then uh, the scene against yeah. the high evolutionary where they all were together fighting yeah. together and both scenes were really cool. Like we didn't really get that in most of the other movies because a lot of characters were were split apart. Yeah, like so, even Rocket and Baby Groot was in like I gotta put a bomb. Uh, yeah, was, like <laughs> Infinity <laughs> War. They had the whole Thanos scene, but only some of them were there. And then some of them were somewhere else. Could you imagine if Rocket was in a situation like how do we, like like probably like or sorry Rocket? I mean they did have it in Endgame like Rocket or no they didn't. Well, I mean yeah they Rocket they, with Tony Stark. Well they weren't all there in Endgame because yeah. Gamora. Was, yep. Da, 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 da. Yep. 
But anyway, uh, with that, that concludes our rundown of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we're going to be back with one of our weekly recommendations. Refresh my memory, folks. Did it is we get me. the rundown? Be Anthony. It is Anthony, me. really quickly, give us uh, the preview for All next right. week. So, what do, we, what do we have to watch? We were talking a lot about family today. And, oh, and oh next week, Fast and Fear. Next no. week, Fast <laughs> X comes out. And so, I feel like I should recommend this uh, very good movie, uh, The Iron Giant. Oh, oh. I hate it so Vin much. Diesel. I, 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 I've already been going through an emotional roller coaster with this movie. Now you need to make me, make me relive that scene. Yes. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. I can't watch this with anyone else. I got to watch this alone. That's all I got to do. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's on any any service. Is it a Disney movie? Is nope. it Disney? Is that, no. It's not it a wasn't. Disney movie? I thought it was a Disney movie. It was not. No, it is not. Is it? It's not DreamWorks. But no, ma something else. Uh, no matter what, it might be a DreamWorks movie. I think it is a DreamWorks movie, but uh, yeah, we have to go. Out Even and just if it's rent not, it. a, yeah, if it's not a service, it's worth the pay three or four money. Dollars. Warner Brothers, it's Warner Brothers. It's worth the three or four dollars, and it might be on HBO Max. It, it might not, be. but even if it isn't, pay money to watch this movie. This movie is great. It uh helps solidify why Vin Diesel is Groot, basically. So that's another tie into it all. Nice. Um, with that, folks, once again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, go ahead. Uh, tell us your favorite moments of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Popcorn Watchlist. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, see you in the great blue sky. Later. Jim, Jim. We are good.